Hello, this is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Today on Executive Presence Morsels, we'll be sampling another bite-sized learning to help you be seen, be heard, and be elevated. Welcome to Executive Presence Morsels Volleyball Week. We've reached our final episode in this volleyball-themed week, and you may have noticed I really love talking about volleyball. I mean, I'm not a huge sports guy myself, but um, volleyball is certainly a sport that I've enjoyed uh, growing up and, you know, continue to enjoy uh, when I just play casually. So today we're going to talk about making the play. So specifically, we're going to use the context of being a hitter, right? So the setter has sort of served the ball up to you. It's flying through the air. It's beautiful. It's a perfect set. You, you know, do your three to four step run up. You launch yourself up into the air. You bend your back. Your, your, your arm is cocked back perfectly, you know, ready to sort of slam the ball forward. And then you have a decision to make. What are you going to do when a giant blocker comes up and puts their long arms right over the net exactly where you know the path the ball would be what are you going to do how are you going to complete the play without getting stuffed right or blocked and losing the point as the ball bounces off of their hands and instead of going into their court hits the ground on your side of the court and you lose the point so we're going to talk about this situation and making the play where, you know, the ball is to you, you have a decision to make, and what do you do when there is an obstacle? Because anyone who's worked for any amount of time in any industry doing anything knows that obstacles are just par for the course. They're going to come up and they're going to happen. If there are no obstacles at all, you're probably not doing um, as much as you need to or not getting as much benefit as you could um, because it's too easy and there's probably more you could do, um, which inevitably comes with obstacles. So I'm going to talk about three different approaches um, for a hitter and what you can do and how that translates to thinking about how you might do that uh, in a work context. So A, the first one, and uh Maybe this is the one that that personality-wise, unfortunately, maybe I try to do too much, is to try to overpower them, right? To just slam the ball through the block, right? To to think that your um, swing will be so powerful, their hands will be blown off, um, and and the ball will blast straight through. So it can work, right? It it can happen, um, but it is a high-risk maneuver because a lot of times um, the ball will just bounce harmlessly off their hands and into your court. So that's one way to handle an obstacle that comes up, right? And it's not a wrong way. It's just a way. Um, And sometimes this could be the right option just to power straight through and through pure brute force overpower um, whatever obstacle is in the way. So that's um, the first option we'll talk about. The second option is uh, what you can do is you go up, you see the block, and instead of hitting straight into the block, you hit to the side of the block. And you deflect their block so their hand so that it actually hits the outside of their hand instead of the middle of their hands and then bounces either out of bounds or into their court. So you still win the point. So this requires a little bit more finesse and you probably um, would use a little bit less power, um, but can be equally 
as effective as getting, you know, getting that success. So what does that mean from a work perspective, right? There's a barrier uh, in the way. Um, that could mean uh, you do something slightly different than what was intended, right? Maybe you change the quality of the deliverable to get it done in time, even though there's an obstacle. Maybe um, the amount of money that's being used changes. Maybe the amount of time that you're going to use, either longer or shorter, changes. You're not insisting on doing things exactly the way you would have done if there was no blockage. Instead, you're making an adjustment. You're deflecting, but in a way that still gets you to the goal and still gets you to success. So that's another option you can take. Uh, the third option, and this one's kind of fun if you've ever done it or seen it, is instead of um, making a full swing, right, and trying to overpower or deflect, you actually do something totally different and unexpected. You tip the ball, right, just right over their outstretched hands, and then it falls gently onto the other side's court before, hopefully before, anyone can get it. If you play tennis, it's kind of similar to a drop shot, right? Like when you're at the net, instead of volleying it really hard, you just doop, you just tip it so delicately and it just clears and it drops. So in a working situation, you could do this by, okay, maybe you're not going to get the deal because they decided to go with a different vendor. Well, maybe there's a different product that wasn't the one you're pitching, but you can actually, they still need that, and you can talk about that. Maybe you can change direction in terms of the relationship that you're going to have with the customer because you realize that that particular thing wasn't the most fruitful, fruitful part of a future relationship. Maybe there's something else. Maybe there are other opportunities available now or in the future that you can use. Now, you don't get to this if you insist on going with your original sort of goal, right? It only happens when you're able to adapt and change directions. So those are kind of three different ways you can consider where there's an obstacle. You're deciding, right? The ball is to you. What are you going to do? Are you going to overpower and try to go right through the obstacle? That's one option. Two, are you going to deflect? Are you going to change something slightly while still getting to the same success? Or three, are you going to change your approach entirely while still getting a good benefit and still being successful, perhaps though not in the way you had originally thought you were going to do it. So today what I'd love for you to do is ask yourself, in situations where people rely on you, how many different plays do you have, right? How many different ways do you have to succeed? Is it just the one and for a lot of people it's just the overpowering one? And how good are you implementing different plays in real time. So let's say you have three or four different things you do. Are you able to quickly grasp what the best one is and make a decision in real time? Because often um, if you leave the meeting and come back, it may be too late, right? The opportunity has already passed. The ball has now dropped and you've missed your opportunity to make the play. And are there new plays you could or should learn that will make you more effective when you have the opportunity to lead, when you have the opportunity to make that final decision. Thanks for listening to Executive Presence Morsels. I'm Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Remember, it's not what you say, do, or wear. It's how you make people feel that generates executive presence. Nothing else matters.
if you like, please stay tuned for a preview of tomorrow's episode. Brought to you by our sponsors. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor. Do you look forward to attending another ho-hum lecture, masquerading as a workshop? Ever notice how by the end, a lot of people have tuned out and no one has any questions for the instructor? If you could attend a workshop that prioritizes your engagement so you get the most out of the time spent, would you look forward to it? If you truly want to invest in your leadership learning this year, join us for our monthly Connection Counselor Workshop, where your participation is the key. Every month, we dive into another difficult leadership challenge and explore it together. Register for our next workshop now and watch recordings of previous ones at connectioncounselor.com forward slash workshop. Thank you. Hello, this is Joe Kwan, the Connection Counselor, and welcome to Season 18 of Executive Presence Morsels. So the theme for this week is Eureka Week. So we're going to talk about some realizations I've had um, while coaching uh, various clients on different leadership issues. And one of the things I love about uh, coaching is that I often... Thanks for listening. Can't wait to be with you again. Join us next time for another tasty Executive Presence Morsel.